You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Work out smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com. This is podcast episode number 167. In this episode, Shoulder Training Fundamentals, part one of a two-part series on shoulder training. Which supplement should you always have? Information on the new Triple Threat Training Course and other fitness tips to help you get in shape and stay in shape. First of all, I'd like to remind you, if you haven't already checked out the Fit Girl USA Facebook page, head on over there because there's some questions there that I'm going to be covering in the next couple of podcasts. You'll find a question about your balance and whether you find your balance is good or bad or average. Um, and as a matter of fact, in this particular podcast, we're going to be going over some of the supplements that I asked if you had any supplement you couldn't live without. So go through, see uh, some of the different questions and add your answers so that when I get to them in the podcast, I'll have the best sampling possible from everyone out there. Well, let's just dive into this episode. The first part we're going to cover is training, and it's going to be shoulder training. This is actually part one of two parts. Obviously, next podcast will be the second part. And in this one, I want to go over some of the different fundamentals for shoulder training. Now, some of the concepts that have been used in the past were that you had to have three exercises, one for each of the head of the delts, and that being the anterior, the posterior, and the medial delt. So in English, that would be the front, side, and rear delt. But there's actually a lot more to the shoulder than just those three areas. And if you want to get specific, there's more like seven heads to the shoulder area rather than just three. Now, as you may already know, the shoulder area is a very complex ball and socket type joint, and it's also very easy for it to become injured. There's many things that we do day to day with our arms outstretched that actually puts a lot of stress directly on the shoulder joint. And of course, there are those smaller groups of muscles, the rotator cuff group that helps to support the way the shoulder functions. And many times from overuse, the shoulders get injured or the muscles get imbalanced. You have too much strength in the front of the shoulder and not enough to support it in the back, and that causes that imbalance that ultimately makes an injury much easier to happen just with the slightest little thing. Like when you reach back to pick up your purse in the car and then all of a sudden the shoulder either freezes or has a massive pain. Um, There's a lot of different injuries that can come as a result of shoulder overuse or improper training. Now, one thing that a lot of people do is they do too much for the chest and the shoulders and not enough for the back. And this is more common in guys than girls because guys tend to really focus on the chest a lot more. And that overdevelopment actually overstretches the back and makes it weak and makes the shoulders very, very prime for injury. And of course, if you get a shoulder injury, there's not a whole lot you can do as far as the other body parts. Even training your legs can be difficult because certain weights you need to hold with your shoulders or the way your posture is if your shoulder is injured. It can also affect your neck and your neck posture can be affected if you're doing leg exercises too. So it's very important that we keep the shoulders healthy so that we can continue exercising and training in general. 
Now that brings us up to one of the first items, which is that you really don't need to do much, if anything at all, for the front deltoid or the interior deltoid. And those are things such as uh, front raises. You'll see people doing those with either dumbbells or barbells or even a single plate that they would use with both hands. Now, you don't need to do a lot of that because if you're doing your bench presses and maybe sometimes your incline presses or dips, those are all gonna be putting the pressure and the stress on the front deltoid as well. So you're actually getting much, much more work for them when you're doing your chest movements than you need. So to have that additional work on top of that is not gonna be that beneficial because you're just going to keep that shoulder in a state of unrecovery. And of course, everything has to recover in order to get stronger. Now, I think too often people spend time doing the front raises because they can see what they're doing. They can see the muscles functioning. If you do rear deltoids, which is your reverse flies, you can't see anything. Just like with your back training, you really can't see what's going on there. So you're not quite as motivated to do it but it is by far the most important thing to do when it comes to your training and your workouts because your back and your rear deltoids are gonna be the common link for keeping your body healthy and keeping your posture functioning properly. And of course, if you have good posture, that means you're gonna be able to stand up taller, hold your stomach in tighter, and you're automatically gonna look about five to 10 pounds lighter. Okay, so let's get back to training the shoulders and exactly what you need to do. Because we all want to have nice looking shoulders, whether you're a male or female, you want to have the nice looking defined shoulders that makes you look like you're strong and work out and actually gives you that what they call V taper, which means you're wider at the top and makes the bottom half look smaller. So you want to use, number one, a variety of movements because your shoulders actually do a variety of movements in day-to-day -day life. You definitely have to concentrate on the medial and posterior deltoids, and that would be the side and the rear. And those would be with exercises such as the side lateral raise, which is kind of redundant because it's lateral is to the side, and the reverse fly, the rear delt machine that sometimes you sit backwards on your chest machine, and there you have the opposite side, which is your rear delt. And most importantly is making sure to include exercises for the rotator cuff group. Now that would be things like maybe a row to the neck where you squeeze your trapezius muscles or external rotation type movements, whether you're using a band or a dumbbell laying on your side where your arm is in that L position. Those are all great ways to actually warm up your shoulder even if you're not doing shoulder training. If you're doing chest training, you can warm up your shoulder with the rotator cuff movements. If you're doing your back training, even your leg training, because these rotator cuff movements are very small. And since the overuse syndrome attacks the shoulders so much, our best bet is to keep them strong and keep it consistent with the training. So don't you don't have to just do rotator cuff training on shoulder days. You can do them anytime at all. Now in the next episode, we're gonna get more into actual routines that you can do. For now, we'll go over some generalities. For example, to train your delts the best, you wanna use a variety of movements and a variety of methods. So drop sets or doing a heavy set followed by a light set and then back to heavy again, or doing one exercise as high repetitions and another exercise as heavy, which would be low repetitions because your shoulders are both strength and endurance muscles. So you kind of have to mix that up. There's no right or wrong as far as the higher repetitions and the low repetitions, it'll actually respond from both.
whereas I know some muscle groups work better with the endurance type high repetitions and other ones are better for the strength. So shoulders go both ways. So you can have the best of everything there. You can go heavy and you can go light at the same time. Now you're also going to be best having some sort of regularity to your routines. And since you do want variety, you want to probably come up with two or three routines that you can rotate through. And that way your shoulders have a variety you also keep them working from different angles because you've got these different exercises that you'll be using. And it'll help you prevent any possible overuse syndromes that could potentially uh, damage the shoulders or make them more susceptible to injury. Now, another important thing with shoulders, if you like to play sports on the weekend or if you have kids who are involved in sports, such as softball or baseball, um, football, hockey, anything that requires your arms to move, you're definitely going to want to invest some time in that rotator cuff training. So doing maybe three or four sets, two, three times a week. Um, even you golfers out there, rotator cuff is going to be very important because if you can't get your arms to rotate, you're not going to be able to get a full swing. So everybody out there should be doing some sort of rotator cuff exercise at least two or three times a week. Personally, I have shoulder and neck issues, so I actually do my rotator cuff exercises every single time I work out, and that's worked out very well. I'm, I'm actually having a lot less pain, and the consistency is really making a big difference, so I would highly recommend that too. And as with other things, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So if you can keep your shoulders and rotator cuff system healthy and avoid having any injuries, that's going to be the greatest thing you can do for yourself. Recently on the Fit Girl USA Facebook fan page, I asked a question that said, what supplement or vitamin could you not live without? And we had some great answers. A lot of people said iron. Some people said fish oils. I had some other um, answers emailed to me as well that are along the same lines. So I want to make sure you get your input there. So go over to that Facebook page and tell me what vitamin you couldn't live without. Now, my answer would be vitamin C. Now, I mean, there's a lot of other vitamins that I would hate to live without, but I'm definitely a big proponent of vitamin C. And I've had great results with it for myself and for my clients as far as helping with injury recovery and just regular post-workout recovery, along with just general health and avoiding the colds and the flus and all that kind of stuff. What I found, though, is that most people don't take enough. They take one tablet in the morning and they think that's it, 500 milligrams and they're good. And maybe for the average, the RDA, that would be fine. But you actually, if you're exercising, you need more. And if there's toxins in your environment, which I think there is everywhere, you need more. Now, you can find plenty of research to support this, but then you can also find some medical books and practitioners who will say, no, you don't need more than that. Well, we found that actually anywhere from two grams to six grams work very well for recovery, um, especially for muscle recovery. So you can probably go up to 10 grams, but you don't really need to go much more than that. Now, the main thing with vitamin C is that you want to kind of keep it in your system. I know some of it's going to get diluted and come out, but if you keep it in your system like every three or four hours, kind of like your food, 
which is a good hint there because you definitely want to take your vitamin C with each meal. But anyways, you keep it in your system, it's going to work much better. Now, there's a couple of other things that I found recently that I didn't know precisely about vitamin C. And the first thing is that if you take two grams after your workout, it actually lowers your cortisol levels very rapidly. So that's going to help not only your muscle retain, but it's going to help you start to recover as well. Now, cortisol is also the stuff that we have when we're overstressed. So kind of tying that together, you can see that not only your muscle stress after your workout can benefit from taking the vitamin C, but so can your stress levels that are on the rest of your body from whatever your day-to-day stressors are. Now, I also recently learned that if you take vitamin C, probably about two grams for at least three weeks, your free testosterone will actually increase. Now, this is good both for men and women because women, yes, we do have some testosterone and we need that balance between the testosterone and the estrogen. And that will help with, of course, our muscle retention. And for men, as you get older, you need more of that testosterone. So rather than taking certain other supplements, you can use your vitamin C and not only get some more of that boosting, but you're also going to help your overall health and your overall muscle recovery. So for obviously those reasons and so much more, I would choose vitamin C as the one supplement I couldn't live without with a whole bunch of other supplements right there very close behind it. So now it's your turn. You need to go to the Facebook fan page and let me know what supplement you couldn't live without. In our motivation section, we have a lot to cover. First of all, if you go to the fitnessmakeover.com homepage, there are several of the programs that are going to link to a new website that has a lot more information on each program. And these are the ones that are mostly motivation-oriented, the fitness makeover workouts, the 21-day metabolism makeover, the 21-day fitness challenge, and the Retrain Your Brain series. So if you end up going to the fitnessmakeover.com site and click on some of those, you'll actually get a lot more information and even a video to help you decide whether that program would be right for you. And they're all very great programs, especially for getting your motivation going if you're stuck in a rut or at a plateau or just starting back after a layoff. Those are all great ways to jumpstart your workouts. Now, one of the things that I've done several surveys on is motivation and it seems like I hear the same thing over and over that well first of all motivation seems to be a problem people seem to have a problem getting motivated to do what they're supposed to do to get in shape now many people also know what they're supposed to be doing but they're not doing them so do you ever stop and think about why you don't do the things that you know you should be doing Most of the time, it's rooted in your thoughts or your beliefs or your experiences, all of which are wrapped up together. So have you ever really stopped and thought about and listened to what you say to yourself? Not necessarily what comes out your mouth, but what goes on inside your head. Because sometimes we say one thing, but we actually think or believe another one. So we've talked about habits and how habits are repetitive acts, whether they're good or bad. If you do it over and over again, it's going to become a habit. And that is very true for your thoughts too. The more you think about something, the more it becomes a habit to think that way. And of course, with your thoughts, your body's going to drive you to do what it thinks. So you may have heard some of these um, phrases like, as you think, so you become 
or you are what you think you are? Well, if you break those down, you'll realize that they're literally true. So we have to be very careful about what we think we are and how we talk to ourselves, those inner thoughts. And, and whether they're sarcastic or not, they shouldn't be because your mind's going to believe whatever you say, whether it's true or not. And that's that power of repetition and habits. Often I think that people have trouble with motivation because it's very hard to define. There's nothing that's concrete about it. So in that respect, it's kind of easy to say, well, I, I don't have it because you can't really define it. Therefore, you can't really be wrong. But motivation is what causes you to do what you do. You're motivated to go to work to get a paycheck or maybe you just love doing what you do. You're motivated to eat to survive or to get your body to look a certain way or to have energy to continue doing whatever you're doing. So you do have motivation. It's just finding it for the things that you say are most important to you. Now, I've actually spent a lot of my life studying this in the form of self-help. You know, what motivates you to do this or that or stay on a program or get started on a program? And how do you continue to keep going, even when you have obstacles or setbacks or, or whatever the case may be? So I've created the fitness makeover, and the first half of that or portion of it is all about your motivation, your mindset, the gaining control of your thoughts and your actions. And that is what most people seem to be asking for. We can all find different training methods. We can all find different nutrition plans. And basically, they all work to some degree because exercise works and eating healthy works. But what stops so many people from getting in shape and staying in shape is what they call their motivation and what I would really call the mindset. You might also call it your attitude, uh, your thought process. These are all things that can stand in the way of your happiness and being happy with your body and being in control of your body, what you put into it and what you do for it. Now, when we do the fitness makeover workshops, we actually spend the most time on the mindset and the motivation section because it's the most important and you have to grasp the whole concept in order to really put it in effect. Training programs, nutrition programs, you just follow them and they'll work. But the motivation mindset programs, you really have to work at it because we are just not conditioned to focus on that part of the non-tangible part of getting in shape. Now, the original Fitness Makeover Workshop, I do have a kit. There's about eight of them left. And once the kits are gone, they're gone because I'm changing it from a, a physical product where you had DVDs and your notebook and workbooks to an online training course that's more interactive where I can kind of get with everybody one-on-one -on -one or in groups and really get the content and this information out to as many people as possible. And I think that's a better way to reach everybody because not everybody can come to Florida and attend one of the live workshops. So if you want to get a copy of the live workshops that you can watch over and over and over on DVD, you're going to want to grab one of those kits. They're at the Pro Shop, which is fitnessmakeover.com forward slash cart. Now there's two other ways that you're going to be able to 
work on your motivation and get it down pat. And the first one is um, actually if you've looked on the Facebook page or follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I have sent out a draft for a book called The uh, Mindset Makeover. And that's actually part one of this workshop. And actually, it's part one of part one. So there's actually, I said, a lot of material to be covered in the Mindset Workshop. And this is just uh, the first part, but it's not available for purchase yet. So I will let you know when it's been uh, revised and everything and is ready to hit your hot little hands. Now, the other thing is that since we're doing the online workshop, I've been asking and taking some surveys about how you would want the workshops done and what type of information you want. And of course, everybody's almost all in agreement that they want everything. So instead of just being the mindset makeover by itself, the online course, which I call the Triple Threat Training, is going to be a combination of motivation, nutrition, and training. So just like the podcast, you'll have a little bit of each subject. Now, I won't be able to go into as much detail as I'd like, but they will be pretty detailed. I'm already going through the outlines and some of the different content that's going to be part of this program. And just to let you know, This format is going to be a combination of video and audio. There'll be strategy sheets, action checklists, review sheets, follow-ups, and the whole triple threat training program is gonna run nine weeks. And you're basically gonna have like a course or a class that you will receive in your inbox when you sign up for the course. And every Monday, you'll have your mindset motivation class, every Wednesday, your training class, and every Friday, your nutrition class. Now, the great thing about online courses is that you can work at your own schedule, your own time, whenever you want, and you'll have full access to all of the videos and the downloads. So if you couldn't watch it on Monday, you could watch it on Tuesday or Thursday or Saturday or Sunday. I mean, you certainly want to keep in structure because you don't want to get behind on anything. There'll also be a special section for us to get together as a group and go over questions and answers and things like that that might come up during the course of the training. Now, as you can probably imagine, this is a huge undertaking to get all of these materials together the videos, uh, the the strategy sheets, the action checklist, things like that, they come very easily to me. So that's not going to take as much time, but making sure that I get all of the different information that I want out to you and conveyed the best way possible, that's going to take me a little bit of time. So even though I'm really excited because it's really rolling along as far as the outlines and all the different things that um, I'm working on, it's still going to be a little bit of time before it's released. Now, I'm hoping to be able to get together on a webinar to let you have more details about the Triple Threat Training course, and I'll definitely be sending out emails to let you know when that would be happening. Now, I can tell you right now that as I'm going through the outline of the material I'm going to cover, I can definitely see that there's going to be a postgraduate course um, because there's just so much material that I want to teach and to let everybody know about and kind of get into detail on a lot more things. So there's definitely going to be a first semester and a second semester program and maybe even a master's degree on down the line. I don't know. It depends on how much more material I can get into these different sessions. But in the meantime, 
be sure that you are already signed up for first notification. And this is actually on the Fitness Makeover homepage down towards the bottom. You'll see the spot that you can sign up for first notification along with some discount coupon codes that I'll be sending out when we get the program started. And when you sign up, you'll also get free the downloadable workout called Crazy Core Workout. And this is a hybrid workout that combines audio and video instruction. And the great thing is that you can do it anywhere. You can do it at home, at the gym, you can do it outdoors. And of course, it's compatible with most devices like smartphones, computers, iPods, everything that's out there nowadays. Be sure to hit that Fitness Makeover homepage and sign up for that so that when the Triple Threat Training Program is ready to go, you'll be the first to know. Now, one more thing when it comes to the Triple Threat Training Program, there's going to be a definite start date at which registration will close. So there will be a second session or a second semester of the same program. However, it's not going to be running at the same time. So there'll be a specific date where we open registration, and then there'll be a specific date when registration is closed so that we can begin the program. And that way we're all working at the same time, and when we do question and answers, we'll all be on the same timeline and the same topics. So if for whatever reason you're not ready for this first registration round, there'll be another one. I'll probably be running them twice a year. This way I can still have time to work on the second round, which would be the postgraduate course and all the other various projects and training clients and all sorts of stuff that I have going on all the time, including keeping these podcasts on schedule for you. Be sure to check out fitnessmakeover.com to sign up for first notification. You can connect with me online at facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa or on Twitter at fitgirl. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get the body you want and keep it. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and exercise, visit allinoneworkout.com and fitnessmakeover.com. You can connect with me online at facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa or on Twitter at Fit Girl.